0: This is Beth Bruno and you're listening to The Fierce and Lovely Podcast. Welcome back to the Fierce and Lovely Podcast, where each week my daughters and I process topics that moms and teens are asking about, helping you foster a more connected relationship and maybe learning
1: about Gen Z along the way.
0: Sophie, I have a really important question for you because I hear this a lot from Christian moms um, who are concerned about their daughter's self-esteem or lack thereof. And that's just so common, right, in tween and teen girls and women that we struggle with our identity. And I think so many times as, as Christians, we want to go to the source, to the truth of where our identity comes from. We are made in the image of God. We bear his image to the world. We are his beloved. We are chosen. Like we want to take our girls to truth and scriptural truth and hope Right and, and really believe and trust that that's enough. That that if she can believe truth, then she will be secure in who she is and secure in her identity. And, and I say all of that as a like as a prequel <laughs> to what I'm about to say. In that I haven't seen that to be super effective. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, And it's not to say that God is any less powerful or that any of that is less true, but it hasn't seemed to be the antidote to a Christian girl struggling with self-esteem. And so I wanted to talk with you today because I have noticed a real shift in you, in your self-esteem as a result of following a group called Yes Theory. And I would love for you to, let's just start by you telling everybody a little bit about who those people are, what is Yes Theory, and then we'll kind of dive into what they have done for you.
1: So Yes Theory is a group of guys. There are three main guys, Thomas, Matt, and Amar, and they kind of just met a few years ago on a whim. Um, And Thomas met Matt and Amar, and he was like, oh my gosh, you guys are so cool. Like, I'm going to keep doing things with you guys because you make me feel alive. So they started a YouTube channel, and it started with a 30-day challenge that they gave themselves to do things that they have never done before and that they have always wanted to do. So that is what started Yes Theory. And their main mantra is to seek discomfort. And basically what I've found that to mean is to just go out of your comfort zone because that is where we find the most growth. That is where we feel most alive and that is where the best experiences come from. So I've been able to implement that in my life and just seek discomfort and say like I'm only going to live this day once so I need to make this count. I need to be in the discomfort to make the best out of my life, the best out of this moment in this opportunity?
0: Okay, so wait a second. That is not a common thing that we that one would say, is that when you seek discomfort, you actually experience more out of life. I mean, most of us are striving to, to make our lives as comfortable as possible and make choices every day that would benefit our own comfort. So how can you possibly say, first of all, that that is appealing to you?
1: Yeah, well, I first heard about Yes Theory from my brother and he was wearing a seek discomfort sweatshirt and I asked him the same thing. I asked like, how could you possibly seek discomfort? Why would you want to seek discomfort? And what I've learned is that in these experiences where they're not happy, where they're like not comfortable, that's where they grow. So like in one example, they like had to walk across a country in, like, 24 hours. It's a small country. It's one of those, like, really small um, ones in Europe, but it was so uncomfortable for them. But in that day where they were walking across the country, Matt and Thomas grew extremely close in their friendship, and they started to dive into, like, what they meant to each other and what that walking experience meant for them. And then they started to, like, open up their minds to like what other people are feeling through walking like refugees I remember them talking about that Um, and just the pain of having to walk miles and miles on end not to mention all of the people that they met along the way and the relationships that they built through the pain of walking across a country and all of the super kind people lending help to them along
0: the way so you're inspired by watching some of those. So they're primarily YouTubers, right? Mm-hmm. So this is these are their vlogs or their videos that they're producing. And you're inspired by some of those things that they do, the challenges that they issue to one another. And they have inspired millions, right? Mm-hmm. Their, their channel has grown by millions in the last few years. Am I yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So talk a little bit about why... I mean, you kind of have named why that's inspiring, (laughs) but what has that done for your sense of confidence in who you are and, and the belief that you are like this unique and gifted individual, because that's the shift I've seen is you've come to embrace that in a new way because of these YouTubers, (laughs) not because of Bible verses that I'm reading to you. Tell me a little bit about how that's, how that's possible. Well, okay. Let's not totally throw out the Bible in this. I'm not. I know. But
1: if you let me continue, it has been a combination of Yes Theory and my growing in faith. Because with Yes Theory, I have been inspired to live that kind of life where everyday matters, where you're seeking adventures and you just want to make the most out of your life. And I have come to realize that whatever is happening right now in the world, it's part of God's plan. And I have sunk into Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And I've really started to live that out as well as seek discomfort and the fact that in the areas where I feel uncomfortable, I'm going to actually get the most out of it. So, For example, I started in a new school this year, and that was hard. However, I had the mindset of seeking discomfort, so I was able to step out of my comfort zone of meeting new people, and by seeking the discomfort of getting to know these new girls, I made a really cool friend, and she's the person that I've been hanging out with every day at school, and it's been really...
0: Really beneficial to me, mm-hmm. and so the outworking has been a sense of oh, I'm I'm liked, I'm loved. Like I see more of myself in these relationships that I'm pursuing that I wouldn't otherwise have pursued because it was discomforting. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I was trying to say. I love that you quoted Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and it, it reminds me of um, something I read about. C.S. Lewis writing The Chronicles of Narnia, and at one point a reader came to him, a mom, and she was distraught and said, you know, tell me what to do because I fear that my son is more in love with Aslan than Jesus. Hmm. And C.S. Lewis said everything he loves about Aslan is Jesus. And I've held on to that because I think that there is something to that. The goodness that you experience in yes theory, the beauty, their outlook on the world, the perspective they have towards humanity, towards one another, their friendship, like what they are producing, even if they're not saying any of it in the name of God, is a reflection, right, of the goodness that God offers to this world, right? Mm-hmm. That in that way, they also bear his image, and you are drawn to that, and sometimes I think we can fortify our, our self-esteem and our identity and all sorts of other things through good things in the world. We shouldn't be afraid of that or or try and replace that with, with more Bible, more youth group, more Christianese things, because you're experiencing the goodness of God through something entirely other and it has actually led you deeper into a faith journey. <laughs> Mm -hmm. But I I think that's just so cool. And too many times I think as Christian parents, we fear those things, um, but we should embrace them and have eyes to see the ways in which God uses those things to draw people, especially teens, to himself in creative and unique and cultural ways.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Through their glory of God, I've been able to discover my glory.
0: Yeah, I love that. Thanks for sharing with us today. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Fierce and Lovely podcast. You can find more great resources on raising teen girls in 2020 at www.fierceandlovely.org. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, lonely, or stuck, well, every month, a community of women is coming together online to become more intentional mothers to teen girls and to develop the connection they deeply long for. We call it the Fierce and Lovely Moms Membership Community, and you can learn all about it at fierceandlovely.org.